The Courage to Lead, Episode 108. You're listening to the IB4E Coaching Podcast. Brought to you by IB4E Coaching, business coaching for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business professionals. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com. Hey, Coach Harlan here. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal week. Um, I'm having a great week, and I'm really excited to introduce you to my guest today. Please help me welcome Tracy Howes. Tracy is an Oxygen Advantage instructor and a free diver based on the south coast of England. Free diving is a form of underwater diving that relies on breath holding until resurfacing rather than using breathing apparatus, right? The specialized training inspired Tracy to expand her knowledge of functional breathing to improve general health and well-being by incorporating scientifically proven breath work techniques into daily practice and training programs. Tracy's clients have transformed their breathing habits to build confidence, improve resilience and sleep quality, reduce anxiety and stress, train for marathons and prepare to swim the English channel. Tracy is particularly interested in female breathing with medical evidence supporting ongoing research into women's sports and overall quality of life. Tracy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Harlan. It's a pleasure to be here. It is so much fun to, to be able to talk to you. Number one, uh, I'm, a, I'm a scuba diver. I don't know that I would ever care to go in anything larger than a swimming pool without breathing apparatus. Um, but free diving has always fascinated me. I just, I love the sport. It's amazing what they can do. It is quite remarkable what our bodies are capable of. And everyone that I've ever free dived with when they've started is usually surprised as well. So it's a great, um, it's a gift really. Um, and there's lots of reasons why it's possible. Would you like me to share that with you? We will in just a minute, because I, I want to talk about kind of how you got started. Because um, you had uh, a lot of different uh, career paths that you mm. were on. And then I want to learn uh, how you learned about free diving and, and got involved in the breathing techniques and how you're using those to help people. Because I think that's fascinating the way you tie those in. But before we get started, I have 10 questions that I ask all of my guests. Um, listeners will know these are the same questions um, I ask all my guests. Questions from the uh, television show Inside the Actor's Studio, where host James Lipton asks these questions of his Hollywood uh, stars from TV, film, and stage. And I figure if they're good enough for the Hollywood elite, they are certainly good enough for my guests. So Tracy, if you're ready, I have 10 questions for you. Question number one, what is your favorite word? Favorite word. Empowered. Empowered. What is your least favorite word? No. <laughs> what turns you on? Intelligence. What turns you off? Entitlement. What sound or noise do you love? Water. What sound or noise do you hate? Traffic. <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> um, question seven, what is your favorite curse word? So this is where I can say it sounds like. Yes. 
<laughs> well, I've had some good luck in my life. So I would say it rhymes with luck. Very good. Very good. All right. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? An actor. And what profession would you not like to do? An accountant. <laughs> Very good. All right. Question 10. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Thank goodness you're here. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. 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 All right. Tracy, I want to, like I said, I want to, uh, talk about kind of how you got started, the different career paths you had, what led you to uh, free diving and uh, breath work, and how you're helping people um, improve their lives. All right. So we will talk about that and anything else that comes up, including courage and leadership right after mm -hmm. this. So listeners, stick with us. Imagine having a trusted group of CEOs at your disposal. Imagine having your very own peer advisory team who could work you through the problems and questions in your business before you had to make those difficult decisions. Imagine you had a group of advisors that had your back and met for the sole purpose of making you successful in your business. What would you be able to accomplish then? Well, you don't have to imagine anymore. You can have that and more when you join my Business Success Mastermind Group. Join my Business Success Mastermind Group today. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com forward slash mastermind. And I'm back with my guest, Tracy Howes. Tracy, thanks again for agreeing to, uh, to be on the podcast. You're coming to us from the UK, so I know it's later in the evening over there, and I really appreciate you setting aside time for us. Um, Tell me how you got started. I know you had quite a career going before. Tell me what led up to the point where you got into freediving and breath work. Well, it's a very convoluted backstory. Um, in South Africa, where I grew up, my first job was in retail. And I worked as a, the posh word is a visual merchandiser, but actually it's a window dresser. So I made okay. shop windows look great. Nice. <laughs> um, I then ended up um, working as a booker in a model agency and we got lots of international models coming to South Africa to work on their portfolios and I got to work with them and when I ended up in the UK which was about 20 years ago I wanted to travel and the quickest way to do that was to work in hospitality and that's always been a big love in my life because um, my mother was a great cook and mm. taught me to entertain and, and feed people so it felt like a natural job so I actually traveled for about a year and a half and just worked in different hospitality environments and but always in the back of my mind wanted my own business it was really very clear to me that this was going to happen one day and when I was able to launch my first business back in 2010 um, I had had quite a lot of experience working in hospitality and marketing so I launched a restaurant marketing consultancy in London and I had that for 10 years. Yeah. And beyond that, I was really interested in social media. You know, when it first started back in sort of 2006 in the UK and that became a speciality for me. And I would teach social media marketing, um, interestingly, wow. at Le Cordon Bleu, which is wow. the international culinary school in London. Yes, absolutely. 
And this was all going on um, up until about 2017. Um, and I started experiencing some health issues, which was very surprising for someone who's typically very active, very sporty, healthy, and loved working. You know, and at the time I was working, I had two businesses and working in both of them. And I think the combination of stress, perhaps um, not sleeping enough, not really taking care of myself, led to levels of anxiety that manifested in me experiencing severe breathing problems mm. and not being able to sleep. And that went on for about 18 months, which was, you know, awful, just yeah. really, really unpleasant. And a family member recommended breath work to me as a natural solution. And, you know, long story short, um, four years later, I'm now a certified breath, functional breath work instructor because oh. what I discovered and learned on my journey completely changed my life. And the transformations my clients experience are similar to what I did. So I feel like it was my purpose to do this. Wow. Um, free diving started off as a, as a hobby because I was a scuba diver like you. Mm -hmm but I'd always been interested in learning to breathe, uh, not breathe yeah. <laughs> underwater yeah. because I felt less encumbered, no, no equipment, you know, as a, as a child growing up in South Africa, I was always in the ocean, in the mm -hmm. pool swimming. So very comfortable in water. So when I could actually get officially certified, I did. And then I started to compete and yeah, I'm still doing all of that now. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Stress takes a huge toll on people and I don't think they realize just how bad, you know, it can hurt yeah. their health. And then couple that with the lack of sleep. That's, that's a whammy <laughs> that really, really can impact them. So you started the breath work. What does that um, entail? The breathing work? Well, it, in the very beginning, um, I had started using a specific technique where we focused on nasal breathing only so mouth gently closed and it was done in a actually a meditation retreat which is where it was taught and for someone who had never done meditation it was very challenging yeah um, because you are alone with your mind and your mind can literally make or break you and I remember you know after day two or three people started leaving because they just it just was too much. And I thought, you know, I'm going into this with an open mind. Nothing else seems to be working. This let me try at least. And it was 10 days of silence. It was a silent retreat. Mm. Um, and it's, it was life-changing. But I came out of that process wondering what was going on because I'm really interested in science and research. And I wanted to understand what was going on in the brain, the body. and you know, it wasn't a magic, you know, I suddenly came out and everything was fine. It took months of practice and understanding and being patient with yourself, you know, to start to get my sleep patterns back, to not have these terrible breathing issues, panic attacks. Um, and when doctors look at you and go, well, there's nothing wrong with you. And you sort of look at them and say, well, I wouldn't be here if there wasn't. You know, and they were just very unhelpful. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, that's not good enough. And that's really been my approach to life. If I don't understand something, I will find out 
for myself. So I endeavoured to research and trial different styles of breath work to have a better understanding. And I did, I've been doing that now for four years. Nice. And so how does breathing, how does that reset the body? Because essentially that's what you're doing, right? You're kind of giving your body a chance to, to heal itself. Absolutely. Um, and I have to credit my, the, the, the company that I got certified through, which is the Oxygen Advantage, because it, I found it through my freediving actually, because it was focusing on breath work for performance and sport. But it has overarching, you know, great results in general health and well-being, of course. And the science behind it is we are all, the majority of us, mouth breathers. And we hyperventilate, we overbreathe. That results in inflammation of the upper respiratory muscles, exercise-induced asthma, um, sleep apnea, snoring, just the list goes on and on, feeling absolutely exhausted when you wake up after seven hours of sleep, thinking, well, how did that happen? And by actually closing the mouth and focusing on just breathing in and out through your nose during the day, during the evening, and during sport, you actually retrain your breathing muscles to perform as they should because we were never meant to breathe through our mouth. Our mouth is really for speaking, eating, drinking, and short spurts of high-intensity sport. The nose is really the key. Um, And in terms of how it works, we have a molecule called nitric oxide, which is only produced in the sinus cavity. And this particular molecule is a vasodilator, which means it opens the blood vessels. So you get more oxygen rich blood into your lungs and it works hand in hand with carbon dioxide. You don't get that in the mouth. You also have a bit like our gut. You have a microbiome in the nose, Mm -hmm. purifies the air. It has antibacterial qualities. It warms the air before it goes into the lungs None of that happens if you mouth breathe. So, and I say to my clients, you know, if you can focus on the nose, you're actually going to get 20% better ventilation than if you breathe through your mouth. And that always surprises them because they're thinking, well, the mouth is bigger. Yeah. It might be, but the nose, the diaphragm, all the breathing muscles are connected. And when they work in unison, the body is in balance. Wow. Now, um, you said earlier that you have like a, a little exercise we could do. Do you have something short yes. you could tell us, walk us through? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, the exercise, I mean, it, it is two and a half minutes, but we can do it. It depends how much time we have, but I could do it for 90 seconds or just talk you through it if you like. Let's do the 90 second. Let's do it. Okay, we'll do it together. This is what I call a reset exercise. And it's a very simple way to get yourself from that flight or flight feeling, you know, that stressed feeling, Mm -hmm. and actually shift you into a state of the parasympathetic nervous system kicking in where we are much more calm, we oxygenate the brain, and we actually bring our heart rate down. So what we're going to do is we're going to close our mouth. And if the listeners want to close their eyes with me as well, they can. Take a gentle inhale through the nose and a soft exhale 
And as you exhale through the nose, you're going to hold your breath for five seconds. And then after five seconds, you just breathe as you normally would through your nose for 10 seconds. And we repeat that. And what we're doing is creating a new breathing pattern to shift the nervous system into a more relaxed, balanced state. So I'll do that. I'm going to pop my timer on for 90 seconds and then we can do it together. Great. And I will count down. So don't worry about watching your clock. You can just close your eyes and relax into it. You can also do this exercise seated or lying down. It's not, there's no preference. So I'd like you to, with your eyes closed and your mouth gently closed, take a slow inhale into the nose. And in your own time, just gently exhale through the nose. I'd like you to hold your breath now for five, Four, three, two, one. Breathe normally. Four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Take a soft inhale into the nose and a gentle exhale. Hold your breath, four, five, four, three, two, one. Breathe normally, four, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Take a gentle inhale through the nose and a soft. Exhale, hold the breath for five, four, three, two, one, and resume normal breathing. Just allow your breathing to soften, the body settling. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Wow. That is very relaxing. So you normally do that for how long? Two minutes? Two and a half minutes minimum. But it's a fantastic exercise to do 15 minutes before bed. So for people that really struggle to fall asleep, or if they sleep and then wake up in the middle of the night, or they're just insomniac and they cannot get into the right sleep pattern, Practicing that for up to 15 minutes calms the nervous system before you go into your first sleep cycle. So actually, this is so so important. If we can combine breathing with sleep education and mindset, I think we'd have a much happier global community. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. (laughs) So you run these type programs, right? Retreats Mm. to help, help people? What type of people do you have coming to these programs? A lot of the people I work with at the moment are business owners. I have individual business owners. I have those who run teams. I have 
corporate CEOs, managing, you know, large national organizations. And they can either come to me for one-to-one work and it usually the higher up in a, in a company or the CEO will have a very tight schedule. So they prefer one-to-one because it works around their schedule. Um, but for the vast majority of my clients, I do monthly group programs on Zoom. So it doesn't really matter where you are in the world, you can join us. And they are three weeks long. So we all about getting integrated exercises into your life. Because doing a course is all good and well, but the benefit is when people start in their day-to-day routine, they start integrating nasal breathing. They start understanding their sleep better. And the knock-on effect in their general health and well-being, you've got this for life. So three-week programs, and then I do live events, live workshops, sort of three-hour intensives of people just want to come in and really learn it in one chunk. Um, I do corporate retreats where, you know, businesses will take their teams to beautiful locations to just reset. And I do festivals as well, wellbeing festivals. I love doing talks. I think my goal is to educate. I want to share the knowledge I've learned and the latest medical research that I have access to because you don't know what you don't know. And when you know it, wow. Exactly. And can you share any success stories with some of your students? Um, I have one niche of client uh, community that I work with are women who are either perimenopausal or in the, in the midst of menopause. And this can affect anyone, you know, between 30 and, and 55. And a lot of the time, because the, the progesterone levels drop with menopause, it affects the quality of the upper airway muscles, which has a major impact on sleep. So I have a lot of women coming to me who just are not sleeping. And one of my clients had not had more than three to four hours sleep over two years. Wow. Every night. And after doing the first two weeks of my course, she had her first block of seven hours of solid sleep. And she's now con- a complete convert. She just focuses her her nasal breathing day and night to exercise and continues to enjoy, you know, much more improved sleep. Um, on the sports front, um, I've worked with a individual who is actually from the corporate world, but loves extreme sport, but like me. <laughs> and he decided to swim the English Channel for charity, wow. which is yeah, more than 20 hours in the water. And I worked with him for six months on his out-of-water breathwork practice. And then we created exercises for him to do in, in pool training. And he had also never been able to meditate before. And I don't tell people, I'm not teaching you meditation, right. but when you understand the breathing patterns, he said to me, when he was swimming, it felt like it was meditation. And his speed improved, his recovery improved, his endurance improved, and his sleep improved. Wow. So that was a wonderful story. That is I've nice got story. so many. I just I don't. <laughs> I know. I just to think something as simple as learning how to breathe correctly, because that's not something you're taught in school. No. It's not something your parents teach you, right? Mm-mm. Wow. 
So let's talk about free diving. I, I love the sport. Like I said, you, you shared that video with me and stuff. It's just amazing. And, and the, the imagery from underwater where you see the free divers actually swimming with fish, you know, and yeah. whales and, and things. That's just, that's amazing. So you're diving. How, how deep have you gone? How long have you been underwater without breathing? <laughs> well, for me, um, my, my longest dive in a pool on a single breath has been 100 meters. And for depth, so open water swimming, you know, in cold water, comfortably down to 20. But if I was diving in warm water, I could do 30 to 40. Wow. Because cold water causes your diaphragm to shrink, so you you're not as comfortable, yeah. and it's it's all about comfort. It's years and years of practice and training. Um, and to be fair, I only started free diving in 2018, so I've had three years. And then with the pandemic, we weren't really allowed in the water. But I replaced all my water training with breathwork training, so that when I got back in the water, my comfort levels had increased. A lot so i could stay under for longer nice. yeah so what is it about the with the free divers do they just oxygenate and are able to because you the assumption is if i take a breath i go underwater for a while suddenly my lungs feel like they're burning i'm struggling mm -hmm. to try to hold that in right i'm fighting against myself and everything how do they get past that panic that anxiety of, of not being able to breathe so the very it's very important I think at the beginning to say that all of us as human beings as mammals we've all born with something called the mammalian dive reflex which is an evolutionary adaptation and what that means is when you immerse your face in water and hold your breath this reflex activates and it triggers our bodies to conserve oxygen and protect your organs at depth and what happens is your heart rate starts to lower this is called bradycardia. And it can, for the most adapted divers, reduce by up to 50%, wow. which is quite remarkable. And when you reduce the heart rate, you conserve oxygen. The next thing that happens is something called peripheral vasoconstriction, which means there's less blood flow in the extremities because all the blood goes to protect your, your heart, your organ, your lungs, and your brain. And as the diver starts to descend, um, there's something else called blood shift that happens. And this is when blood flows away from the limbs towards the vital organs. It occupies the space that's created around them to prevent the lungs from compressing, which is incredible. The fact that the body does this very quickly. Um, the other thing that happens is our spleen at depth reduced, releases more uh, blood into the circulatory system. So giving the body more oxygen, which is quite remarkable. So that's kind of the scientific explanation of how you can go down in, in depth. But essentially with training, it's all about CO2 tolerance. And this is where there's a huge overlap in terms of what I teach with functional breath work, because your CO2 tolerance is essentially your stress response and it's your trigger to breathe. So, Harlan, if, if I got you to hold your breath now for an extended period, at some point you're going to feel this tightness in your throat or in your chest or even a, a fluttering in your tummy, which is the diaphragm activating. 
And the diaphragm is actually doing that automatically to get the lungs to inflate and force you to breathe. So it's like a, it's protecting us so that we don't, you know, pass away. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds quite, you know, out there, but we are able to, as free divers, train our bodies to become more and more tolerant to CO2 so that we can hold our breath longer and stay underwater longer. And when I teach people breathing exercises where they're not learning to free dive, but just improve their general well-being, it's all about training them to get comfortable with their CO2 tolerance so they manage their stress response better. That's awesome. And that can apply to other things too, right? Because we have stress all the time. Absolutely. You know, we can't eliminate stress. It's there forever. It's how you manage it. And you can also have positive stress in the body. So I think it's removing the negativity from that and giving people a sense of control. The fact that you can control your breathing. It's very empowering, which is why it's my favorite word. Nice. <laughs> but the breathing and the mindset shift is, is huge. Now, as a scuba diver, you know, we go down to certain depths. We can stay down for a short period of time. Once we get ready to surface, we have to pause at certain mm -hmm. levels to get our bodies to readjust before we come up. If you come up too fast, you get the bends, right? Do free divers experience the bends if they come up too too quickly? Not, it depends on how deep they are. I mean, it's very, very unlikely because a very deep dive, for example, the guys that are diving beyond 100 meters in depth, they will have trained for a long time, years to get there. And they might do a 100 meter dive in four, possibly four and a half minutes maximum. That's quite long though. And because their bodies are so highly adapted, it's very rare that that would happen. When people push themselves beyond their limits, there have been accidents. You know, there, there's one type of um, diving skill that is not used in competitive diving where you're attached to a pulley it's called variable weight and you're actually dragged down on a, on a metal pulley and you can go a lot deeper, you know, 130 plus meters. Um, but divers have pushed the, the boundaries and actually some have had come up, you know, brain damage as a, as a side effect. Um, but the vast majority who are training to dive at those depths will not experience that because their bodies have been adapted. The body is amazing. It is. It's just you know, it's when you go beyond your limits, that's when sure. the trouble starts, doesn't it? For anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. With anything. Yeah. You have to know your limits and stay with them. Wow. So courage, where did you find the courage to, uh, to do this? I mean, from the, the careers that you had in hospitality and, you know, the, um, uh, you said you work with modeling agencies and things like that. Mm. And then to shift into creating your own business, doing the breathing exercise and everything like that. Um, for some people, it takes courage, right? To step away from a job, a paycheck to create something new. Where did you find that courage? I have always had a very single-minded approach when I want to do something. And, you know, perhaps that's been to my detriment at times because you don't always think things through completely. <laughs> and you might think, well, after you're free diving, you clearly, you know, not risk averse. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I think um, when you find something that's bigger than yourself, that is going to make an impact, that gives you the courage. You know, I, I think also living in South Africa in the, the 90s, you know, we were so separated from the world for so long because of the political situation that our generation, when we were able to travel, you know, grabbed that with both hands um, and being able to come to the UK and work and travel was just amazing, you know, and having these experiences in life. And I've always loved traveling. So for me, it was, it went hand in hand. But sometimes you don't, you know, I think if you, it's easy to listen to the naysayers. And I've always been surrounded by people who are, I would consider brave or courageous in whatever they do. And I've had some incredible mentors, men and women, who've inspired me. And what I learned from them was you, sometimes you just have to try because it could be amazing. But if you don't try, you know, regret, then, you, then you'll regret it. And I've always applied that in business and in my life. Nice. Very cool. And then um, you've had, I'm assuming you've had employees that work for you in the past. I don't know if you have anybody working with you right now, but if I was to bump into any of your former employees and ask them what type of leader you are, what would they tell me? What kind of leader are you? Gosh. <laughs> I've always liked being part of the team, to be fair. Um, but I think there is a, to a degree, there is, lead, there is a natural leader in all of us. Um, and if you believe in something, I think they might say to you, um, I'm a go-getter I, and I like to take people along for the ride. I don't want to be, uh, you know, on my own. I, I love the support of, of people around me. And then you can share your wins and when things go wrong, you've got people to support you and help you through that. So I'd like to think that they would say I was supportive, um, that I had a vision for my business. Um, and, you know, I've got a good sense of humor. So hopefully we had a good laugh. <laughs> Excellent. Very cool. Well, I know you shared some links with me and I'll make sure that those are in the show notes for everybody. Um, what do you have going on now? Do you have any any upcoming uh, retreats that you do? I do. Exciting. Yeah. You know, in the UK, we we it took a very long time for us to be allowed to do, you know, live events. And to be fair, I've only done three in 2021 because we, we just were not allowed to do anything before that. So next week, I'm doing a three-hour workshop in a beautiful country uh, retreat in the local area down in the south of England, um, built, built for well-being, I would say. So I've got that coming up um, on the 27th of November. I have my monthly courses, which I run on Zoom, starting on the 1st of December. And I also like to do a monthly taster session because I find not many people know what functional breathing is. And they can join me for 90 minutes on Zoom. And we have fun. We do exercises together. They get some education. And one of the great things people have said to me is, I can teach my family now how to breathe properly. Right. And isn't that a wonderful gift you can give someone? So, Absolutely. you know, not just for Christmas, but for life. Yeah. 
with all the benefits of, yeah, the breathing and everything, how you can reduce the stress and get better sleep. And yeah. And sleep. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Do you ever come over to the U.S.? I have been to the U.S. a few times. I just haven't, we haven't been allowed to travel. Yeah. (laughs) The U.S. Um, But I have, I have wonderful friends in New York and in Florida and in LA and I would absolutely love to come over and, you know, maybe do some breath workshops in the U.S. It would be amazing. That would be amazing. That would be great. Well, hey, as soon as you get something booked on the calendar, definitely let me know and we'll let everybody know. Where, That'd where be awesome. Be Thank you. Yeah, we'll get people out there. So if people want to learn more about this, where can they find you? What is your website? I actually have a website being built. So the best place to, to connect with me is on LinkedIn okay. or on Instagram. I share lots of videos, uh, free diving videos as well on my Instagram, because I think yeah, it's nice to have the visuals. But LinkedIn is great for my corporate community and my corporate retreats particularly. And I'm very, I'm very active on both of those channels. So if listeners want to get in touch, they can reach out to me on those two, those two channels. Excellent. And will they be able to find out about your programs and the, the 90 minute yes. sessions you do? Okay. Everything is on there. Um, I know you're going to add an extra um, link into the show notes, but I have a free consultation on zoom. Okay. So people are just curious, want to ask some questions, find out more. They are welcome to, to book in a call with me and we can have a chat. Excellent. That'll be great. Okay. I will make sure that that information is down in the show notes. Everybody has that. Tracy, thank you so much. This has been, this has been amazing. And I am going to practice that breathing exercise more and more. Cause just that, that minute or so it does, it makes you, it, I feel calm. You know what I mean? It, it really slows you down a little bit. So I like all that. you need is 90 seconds, even 90 seconds of slow nasal breathing will reset and counteract that stressful state so if i can leave that with your listeners you absolutely. know we can all breathe better <laughs> absolutely and 90 seconds is easy to find you can find that anywhere just take the time sit down one of my clients said to me i'm i can breathe while i'm making a coffee i said of course you can while the kettle's boiling do some slow nasal breathing sure and you'll be and he he just thought well, that's brilliant you can do it in the shower you can do it when you walk the dog Amazing. Yeah. You can find the time if you think about it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, Tracy, thanks again. This has been amazing. And uh, thanks for all you do. And we'll keep checking in with you and see how things are going. Okay. Thank you, Harlan. It's been an absolute delight. Awesome. All right, listeners, hope you guys were taking lots of notes. A lot of good information here. Uh, Check out the show notes. Make sure you uh, check in with Tracy and book one of those uh, informational uh, Zoom calls so you can find out more about breathing. All right. And uh, if you like this episode, make sure you share it with your family, friends, and colleagues. Anybody that you know that breathes, share it with them, right? And uh, stay tuned because there's always more coming. And that's it for me, Coach Harlan, saying so long for now.